0: hello everybody this is your host the only person um that's well you're you're gonna hear my wife as well she's also a part of the show uh and we are about to discuss a topic um it is time so if you guys don't know this if you know me if you don't know me today is the day that we are marking down as the start of doing continuous podcasting so that means that today is uh what do you call that a uh, historical event in my life anyways uh so basically we're going to be discussing uh the signs of high, of autism or high functioning autism which that's the only one that I can really relate to due to the fact that I am high functioning autistic i was battling with the fact that i felt like i needed a um, diagnosis, which I'm still seeking out, but I'm not gonna spend trying not to spend four thousand five hundred to five thousand dollars. It can vary of how much it can cost to get tested for autism. So what I found out from joining a group called, uh, you know, I think it's high functioning autism or something on Facebook, a lot of us find out later in life that we have it, and we don't have money to pay for some kind of testing to validate what we already know. Uh, But we're kind of going to discuss the the signs of autism that's uh, pretty much come out of the DSM-5 and it's like a testing criteria that people use in order to, um, I guess, diagnose. It's like the the dictionary of mental disorders or stuff like that. I think something like that or... I don't know how to say it correctly, but you guys get what I'm saying. Right. Uh, so we're going to go through the steps. i I'll, I'll kind of basically or I'll talk about it real quick. So basically, let's let's go ahead and talk about um, how this came about. Um, once I left the military, um, you know, I felt like I had to get out. I did. My time felt good. Uh, loved it. Hated it. Still great. You know, anyways, from the military getting out i am now since i was like twenty, twenty two, twenty three, 22 23 and then all the way until now that i'm 31 years old i've been struggling going to you know the va for mental health and then i've lived you know went to the va in a different state moved went to that state got tested discussed everything possible and the conclusion that I came about and that the counselor went through with me going after all the testing and all the testing that I took is that I have high functioning autism if that doesn't make any sense it maybe you guys can google it but we're going to be discussing why uh, these are the signs that I have uh, or that that pertain to high functioning autism anyways Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, let's get it started my wife Uh, behind me my fellow podcaster is uh, she actually looked it up on the internet and uh, we're gonna go step by step and kind of discuss this you know while you're at work or you know if while you're eating a delicious cheeseburger or you're on in in the restroom and you just found me while you're taking a you know getting ready to use the restroom anyways uh, so let's go ahead what was the uh, first one that we have baby Exhibiting strong special interests. Alrighty, this one is gonna be easy. Uh, I definitely have that one. <laughs> I have very, very big interests in specific stuff that I enjoy. My wife can definitely—is um, it what's the fancy word? Ascertain. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, my wife can concur um uh definitely can uh you know she can uh what is that called when some somebody speaks for somebody else they can anyways yeah so <laughs> so that's one for sure uh let's i'm gonna go ahead and mention a couple of them if you don't know that I have these interests, then you probably don't know me that well or you know maybe it's cool we're like you know friends on Facebook that probably you like we we met one time at like a, the Denny's or something. Who knows? And then you added me. We added each other on Facebook, and we're like Facebook friends, but we don't know each other. And it would be weird if we were like surprisingly at the same barbecue, because we didn't even know we lived by each other. Anyways, um, so for all you, I'm gonna mention them, and then you guys, can, my wife will definitely, uh, will discuss it. One of them for sure. My interest is tarantulas. Uh, and I don't even know that much. Maybe because I'm a Gemini, I don't know. You know, people will probably judge. They don't know my natal my natal chart, so how would they know? <laughs> and does, who says that the whole natal chart actually applies to me? You know, does your natal chart define you or do you define it? Huh? What if you change and your natal chart changes and you would never know because the universe does that to you i'm just playing anyways um just kind of going off topic but let's go ahead and talk about it Uh, another one for sure uh is movies i'm very into movies i can honestly say that the person that i am today a big part of it was tv and i don't know if that sounds dumb maybe most people look at tv and think this is awesome i would never do anything or try or use any of this as a lesson for me in life in order to learn how to navigate through life i know what you're thinking hopefully hector watched good movies because then he's probably really messed up in the head just playing anyways uh so tv movies for sure tv shows i get obsessed i get into i love binge watching Or I'll get obsessed if there's a problem and something needs to get fixed in the house and I feel like I can do it. I took apart. This is a true story. Okay, so my mother told me one day, I bought you a washer and a dryer. Go get it. And I said, what? You got me a washer. And then she told me, go get it. Here's the number. They're going to ask you it. Go pick it up. I go there by myself because there's no help. I live on the second floor. my My family's too busy to help me. All my family, <laughs> even though I didn't ask any of them or all of them, just the ones that I like. <laughs> but anyways, then what I did was I drove there. I was able to put down the seat and lift, you know, use the little wheel stroller that they had at the at the because it was actually at and you guys might be surprised. You guys are probably thinking, uh, Hector's got an Aaron's washer and dryer, or he's got, you know, something really cool. He's got a really nice, awesome Samsung, you know, washer dryer. I appreciate it 100% for my mother, but the fact that... I'll I'll, I'll explain more later, but... Yeah, it wasn't that it was... I was picking it up at a, at a thrift store. And my mom said, go get it. I was like, okay. I was kind of worried a little bit, because I'm kind of weird about stuff that other people have used. And, you know, you wonder how dirty were the people or how clean were they that washed their clothes in that same washer that's a question that i really asked myself you know and then i always think you know my mom bought clothes at the thrift store and then you wonder what if you get bad luck and something you know is demon possessed and then you're like trying to go to sleep and it's talking to you and it's you know, you hear it, and then your whole family is messing up, and then you gotta bring a priest or a pastor, and then you guys gotta leave. You know, any, you know, that's why I kind of get worried. But then you look at the positive: you spill the cup, or you fill the cup halfway, or you fill the whole cup. You guys, know, <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. I know you guys do. Uh, but definitely, you know. But, so let's go back to the story, the washer. So I was out. <laughs> So I was able to get the washer. I was able to get the washer to the second floor. Uh, so maybe it was only a washer. I you know forgive me if I'm incorrect. I think it was just a washer. Maybe it was a washer and dryer. And I think I drove back twice. I don't remember. Do you remember, babe? I got a washer and a dryer. Yeah. So I don't know how I fit fit them both in 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 the SUV. But maybe I I'm Mexican. I know how to how to stack things. In, into a truck and make them fit <laughs> <laughs> anyways so then i got there and then my wife's like well how are you gonna get these up i was like i'll get them and then my wife knows i see this is where i know i'm autistic she goes okay she knows not to like question me because she knows that i'll get angry or i get a headache or something once i she knows once i make up my mind i'm gonna get it done So my wife just looked at me, and she said, okay. And then she just left me alone. She said, forget that. I ain't dealing with this guy. And then, so then I'm like, okay. And then I go down, and I literally walk the washer and the dryer up, you know, like up the steps like a puppy dog or something. I don't know. Step by step, moving it. And then I was like, gosh dang. And I got them in place, and I hooked them up. And the best part, you know, once you hook up all the all the wires and the electrical, you get to wash all your clothes. That didn't happen for us because the washer didn't work. <laughs> no. So I was like, great. So this story is all connected to that one thing that I told you guys. So we're still there. We're still talking about that one. It's all connected. You guys will see. It's like a spider web. It's all connected from all different angles. And you guys don't even know that it's the same spider web. So, you know, you guys might think that I'm going off topic, but no, we're still going in, in the correct direction. And, and don't worry because I'm the navigator and I know where we're going anyways. So what I'm saying is um, after that was I got them up. They didn't work. We disconnected them. Somehow we managed to get another washer and dryer from another family member. So that's great. That's one of the good things about having family... Is you end up with washers and dryers. So... (laughs) Feel bad for people who don't have that... But probably people that are... Don't have family are better with money. Because they probably... Didn't have time to spend with family... And they had more time to think about finances. That's my guess. (laughs) Anyways... uh, You know... Go ahead and put in the comments... If you believe that that might be... That may be the case. Maybe you know that person and or maybe you're good with money and you're listening to me right now and you hate me and you know if you maybe you don't hate me and you're rich and we become friends but you know you don't give me money because i'm not a freeloader but at the same time you know i mean if you buy me a cheeseburger i'm not gonna say no (laughs) but yeah then uh so here's the true story we got new washers and dryers i didn't get rid of the old washer and dryer and i figured that i could repair the old washer So, my wife knew that there was a problem already because I was going to go try to fix something. Which, I think, usually I can fix things. But in this case, you know, when you find out, when you take everything apart, and you find out that the part that you need um, isn't sold near you, you kind of are at a standstill. Or, what would would people call that? Like a, a plateau, you know, a physical, you know, plateau, a symbolic for, you know... Reaching a standstill where you're stuck and there's no progression. Anyways, that's when I knew. Well, that's when I was and through this all this time that all this is happening, where I'm talking to a counselor and we're talking and doing testing. I've done all the testing possible what I could do. I even got like specific testing that I that's supposed to be able to be used and I paid for it. So you can go use it when you go get tested because that is the plan eventually. And you know. If everybody, you know, tell your friends, if everybody listens to my podcast, then I'm going to have enough to get an actual diagnosis of high-functioning autism. So maybe, you know, uh, forgive the background noise. This is not the most professional. Let's just say that, you know, I don't have the funds. I don't have the best area. I might not have the best equipment, but let me tell you what. I have the material. I have the material, I have the yarn and the needle, and it might not be the right place, but I'm going to make you a sweater, if that makes any sense. (laughs) I'm making you a sweater. (laughs) Anyways, this is... um, But yeah, that's one of the things for sure, my obsessions can become a problem. There is times where I can't sleep, where I just... For some reason, like, my mission in life is to learn. And if I feel like there's something that needs to be learned, then I continuously read about it and YouTube it. Until eventually I get to a point where I feel like I'm just kidding myself. And logically, I have to drop it. Because supposedly, I'm so logical. But my wife is more... um, Works more with the heart and I with the brain. and But she... And I have issues, so I feel like everybody has issues. I think everybody should definitely go as an adult to get tested to find out what is it. What do you have? You know, because maybe you have, it doesn't matter what it is, I guarantee you have something, even if it's just diabetes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so this is going to be a start. But we're kind of just going through. This is for sure. Um, we're just going through the signs of autism. Well, So you might be wondering. What is this podcast even about? You're like I don't even know why I listened to, to Hector. For all this time. And I'm getting entertained. But what's the point? How is he benefiting me in life? Well if you're listening to me. And you're being entertained. There's one benefit right there. And that should be enough for you. But it's okay because I got more. I actually got things that I'm speaking about that may benefit you. I feel like everybody's story should be heard and everybody can benefit from everybody else's story. But the fact is, I'm a communicator. I know it. My natal chart says it. And even if it didn't, I know it. I know I am a communicator because my family gets tired of hearing me talk. So now, I am here to entertain you. All of you. Everybody. Whoever you are. Because... You know, we need to be entertained. What's a good motto in life? I say, have fun with everything that you do. Everything. Have fun. If you have to clean a toilet, you have fun cleaning that toilet. If you have to mow a lawn, you be happy. Enjoy it. If you want to listen to music, listen to music. And do what you got to do and handle business. But that's why... I'm trying to get tested because I've been struggling with the do what I got to do because I'm not, I haven't been there. I've a, if you know me, I think I've discussed this. I've actually, since I got out of the military, I've had more than 20 jobs, haven't been able to hold down a job. For some reason, I hit a point where I have like, hit like social anxiety to the point where I decide that I can't go there anymore. And then I just freeze up and don't feel like going anymore. And I lose a job or I have reasons and nobody understands and I feel like nobody will ever understand. At least now that I've been kind of looking up autism, it's like my life has changed completely. And it's in a good way, even though I still keep losing jobs. But regardless, we're going in the right direction because the more you know, the better it is for you and the better you are prepared for life. You know, the more you know about other people, the more you know about yourself, the more it's all connected. We are all volcanoes connected underground with lava tunnels, if that makes any sense. Anyways, that is one for sure obsessions that can mess up my sleep, can mess up everything, can make me focus on it to the point where... It's almost so detrimental, but then I stop before it gets to that point, but it still affected me enough negatively that it's not, it's like I keep going up and down trying to keep, you know, somehow keep going if that makes any sense. I don't know if you guys feel what I'm saying or if you've been in this same situation, Maybe you're like me, except you tough it out. You're a beast. Or maybe you're autistic like me, and you you feel what I'm saying, and you're like, dude, I know what you're talking about, bro. I'm exactly like you. I can't. I can't. But that's one of the things for sure I can discuss. I remember obsessions when I was a child. I moved so much, I feel like I was like, like a Mexican-American who could have been, like, completely OCD, but then my family struggled and we moved so much that there was no stability. So I I couldn't even choose to have OCD. Like where, you know, some kids that have OCD, they're like, oh, you know, I have to use the same toothbrush. I probably wouldn't even have a toothbrush. And if I had one, it's probably from the dollar store, and it is already gone. I don't know. (laughs) you never used it, yeah, or or that too. I didn't want to point that one out, thank you, baby, <laughs> anyways, um but uh, yeah, when you're young, you know you don't really care about that stuff, <laughs> anyways <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh man, anyways, uh, my wife's laughing mostly because my son. Uh, was teething and he was chewing on a toothbrush so I figured I'd chew on mine as well to try to help him like feel like we're. he's like hey my son's one year one years old these teethings like his gums are all swelled he's he was crying he had a crazy fevers for two days I was like no my son I was like what do I do so we bought medicine for him. It didn't work. It's supposed to be like super, super natural. All, everybody, I don't know if you have a baby and if your baby's got sick, but it looks like everybody's babies are getting sick lately. Like the Illuminati put out a baby sickness and everybody's babies are getting sick because they felt like giving the baby medicine companies more money. If you know what I mean. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So after that, I chewed on my toothbrush and then mine was all messed up and my son's wasn't. He wasn't really chewing on it anyway, and it didn't work, and I wasted my toothbrush. I almost woke him up with with my little clap during my podcast. If you you heard him, that was him. Maybe he sensed that I was talking about him. Anyways, I don't know how that story related, but I kind of killed it already with that one. Anyways, moving on. What was the next criteria, baby? tendency to engage in repetitive or routine behaviors all right definitely so i do have tendency to do repetitive uh behaviors for sure um my wife can attest but there's only two specifics i think i like chose what i could be picky about that i knew i could have control over that's what i think i don't know if i have ocd but they did say it's a possibility um but um we'll talk about that so basically i could tell i could list a couple of them for sure my wife sees me a lot of times i'll park in the same spots or i'll drive the same way and then my wife will look at me and she's like what are you doing i'm like i'm going home she's like why are you going that way i'm like i don't know we came from that way so i'm going back that way and then going towards the other way and then my wife's like okay she just lets it go cuz she's like i don't know he's weird whatever let him drive in circles until he gets where he wants to get. That's what I feel like my wife does. Is this true, baby? Yeah. Yeah, cause she knows. She's like, oh well. It's not like we have anything to worry about at home. We don't have a puppy that's starving or anything at home. That <laughs> we really don't. I'm I'm not playing. If you don't know me, like for real, I'm I'm being serious. I don't have a puppy that's starving at home. If I did, then we'd worry about hurrying up quicker. Then I would have to YouTube or look in the internet for the fastest route to get home so that I could get home faster for my puppy. (laughs) That's kind of like a little example. It's kind of excessive, but that's kind of how I am where I got to look up everything. Um, Or I have like specific rules. I feel like Zombieland really hit in the core with me when I saw that he made a list on how to survive. I told myself, Wow, like that's super smart. I would have made a list too. <laughs> so that I could survive, but I don't think my list would have been as professional. <sighs> Probably would've looked worse because my handwriting's ugly. And supposedly I was supposed to become a doctor, but my mom was wrong. I am now a wannabe podcasting uh jack of all trades, master of none. Like somebody has said, I hate that statement because it really doesn't sound good. It's really like a naked negative thing, and I've heard people use that term and as it like a cocky statement. You know what's good about not being good at anything? See, nothing. That's that's why you guys didn't say anything back. Thanks. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what is the next criteria? Maybe what is the next one from the DSM-5, and that is the book that they use with all the uh you know criteria for mental health disorders that they that they work off of worldwide difficulty regulating emotion difficulty regulating emotion that is what my wife just said yeah <laughs> and uh she would absolutely i'm pretty sure she would 100% agree that i struggle with that agree yes she it sucks but that's the truth um, I can definitely remember as a young kid struggling with regulation of my temper or sadness and not knowing how to react or not reacting at all. I can definitely remember that. My wife, I know, gets frustrated when, since I'm kind of like a stone, like a rock, like... You know, like I don't have feelings a lot of times. It's weird. It's like I don't react. been in car accidents. I don't react. But maybe it was because I was in a car accident when I was a kid. I don't know. A lot of things can factor in. But I can definitely tell you that I don't react like other people. Maybe you know me. And you know when I say stuff. You know, people know. When they start to know me, they start to realize when I'm joking. But in the beginning, people wonder, is he being serious? Is he joking? You know? I'm, people laugh at me when I talk because I'm being funny. But I'm not trying to be funny. It's just how my mind processes and how I speak and how things connect. And that's the way I let it out. I'm not, you know, the way that it's easy. And I'm not going to lock up Rapunzel and keep her locked up forever. If you know what I mean. You yeah, know I mean? I told her to use her hair so she can get down. Um, but yeah, there's another... Uh, criteria, we can kind of keep going, i get, I went through all the testing, at least online that I could find, maybe that's not, you know, they always tell you, this is not a diagnosis, seek help, and I've been trying, I have been trying, I've been trying to use the, um, what some people call the VA, in order, you know, the veterans hospital, to try to get tested, but apparently the VA doesn't test for autism, I guess, the VA has a hundred percent chance of nobody making it through the military and getting out and having autism I guess that's an impossible thing that could never possibly happen you know and you know being that it's not a physical problem and supposedly they're supposed to help you with mental health issues, you would think that there'd be autism support for veterans that get out that possibly could have it which I know a hundred percent I know it without a doubt i I have it. But there's no help, at least in this state. Out of state, I was told. They finally got me like an appointment outside of the VA. And all of a sudden, here in the state of Arizona, I am struggling with that. But let's go ahead. Let's continue. I'm going off track to the next on the list, baby. What is it? Um, Difficulty... Interpreting what others are thinking or feeling? So, for sure, uh, difficulty with knowing what other people are thinking or feeling, um, I struggle with that all the time. When I was in school, I always held it in all my anger, all my frustration because I knew that once I showed anybody how I felt, I was not going to be where I, with my family anymore. I knew that maybe I was going to get taken away. I knew that I could get kicked out of school. I cared about school. I knew that it was something that I needed to do. And that, you know, that was one of the struggles that I had. For sure, it was coming home and then my anger uh like being able to tell, you know, with people how they're going to react and holding it in and that's why I hate texting cuz nobody understands what I say when I text. You know, people take everything out of context. And I guess when I speak, I can't. I don't think of the way that other people can see something. I just see it the way that I see it. And I think everybody, I hope that everybody's going to see it the way that I see it. And people don't understand me. They don't get what I'm trying to say. So then I prefer talking on the phone because at least I have more to try to read or in person. More on the phone than people hate talking on the phone now. Today, it's like a weird thing to want to have a conversation with somebody on the phone. It's more or less texted to me. Okay, yeah, cool, bye. I don't know, where is the depth? Where is the depth? Who wants to jump on shallow water? Who? Who? I mean, I would rather scuba dive and touch seahorses or something. You know what I mean? Alrighty, well, the, that's a part of it. I'm going to say that that's good, a good start for a 30-minute little episode of some of the reasons... Why I know that I have autism. And I will also be going. We'll keep expanding on this within the next couple of weeks. And then everything else that this uh, podcast will be about. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And I wish you all the best. And we'll be hearing from each other soon.